0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. This is Kate Wolf. And I'm Joe Santagato. And today we have a special guest. Adam Sank is with us.
2: Hey. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me.
1: So we're gonna get right into it. Oh, actually, before we get right into it, I have to give a shout out. I gave a numerology and tower reading uh, mm. to one of our fans. He he paid for it, but oh lord, he's amazing. I told him I give him a shout out to Toast. That's his nickname. Toast. Tra- yeah, Toast. That's a weird nickname. Yeah, his name's Travis, but so Toast Travis. This is this is your shout out. Is he
3: really tan?
1: No, like like normal. Is he dry? No, I, well, it was over Skype, so I couldn't really see how dry his skin was, mm. but it looked pretty healthy. It looked like he was taking care of himself. <laughs> but there just you go. trying to
3: figure out why his name is Toast. Yeah, we're trying to determine <laughs> just where the, the nickname fact. came from.
1: You think I would have asked that, I'll just but I didn't. accept
3: the fact that uh, his name is Toast.
1: Anyway. Uh, okay, so Adam, we're having you on. And actually, when I had my old podcast, I had you on because I find you so inspiring. Wow. Actually.
2: Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. And No hilarious. one's ever described me that way. Really? Mm. <laughs>
1: Well, you're also hilarious. Thank you. I saw you, the first time I saw you do comedy was like probably three years ago. Okay. At, I think it was Frank Liotti's show.
2: Oh, yeah. Th- that sounds right.
1: Yeah. And I was like, I like him. Thank you. You have positive energy and you're funny. And I'm into that. Thanks, baby. You're welcome. So, uh, do you have YouTube stuff that the fans can check I you out? I do. I have
2: lots of YouTube stuff. I have a website, adamsank.com. I'm on Twitter, adamsank. I'm the only Adam Sank in the world except for this one dude in like Germany really yeah so if you just google me it's easy to find me yeah check out his
1: comedy um but yeah so we, we're having you on because you found out that you were hiv positive how long ago
2: 10 years ago 10 years ago that's yeah. a decade that's a decade of pause <laughs> by the way this microphone smells exactly like a nut sack does it really after like a two-hour workout and well, i'm, I'm kind of digging it
1: they te- <laughs> They teabag all the microphones before it's, each
3: podcast. I mean, they do. It's a very There's specific a, smell. Right. They, uh, <laughs> they make sure. They clean the tables. They teabag the microphones.
2: It's nothing but balls in my face right now. But let's uh, but let's continue. So, yes, 10 years ago, um, <laughs> 10 years ago, I te- oh, I think nine years ago, I tested positive. But it was, you know, it had happened like six months before that. So okay. it's, it's about 10 years.
1: So do you know now how you got it?
2: You know, it's, it's one of these weird things. I mean, I know I got it from sex. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> I was a big whore, and um, I didn't always use condoms. So that's, it's not a big mystery. Although, specifically during that time period, I wasn't particularly unsafe, and it was very easy at the time to go back and look at what I had done and be like, well, that couldn't have been it, and that couldn't have been it. Um, there was one guy who I was like, it had to be him. And I confronted him, and he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'll, I'll get tested. I promise I'll get tested this week. And he called me a week later, and he said, I'm negative. Wow. So either he's lying to me, or I don't actually know specifically how I got this.
1: Did you contact all the partners, though, anyway?
2: I did. I mean, Well, certainly I, I got in touch with anyone that I had been with since. Yeah. Um, especially people with whom I had been unsafe. Yeah. which just proves that I was being unsafe at times which is stupid especially then i mean it's a little less stupid now for reasons it's that we can go stupid. into it's still stupid
1: wear a condom though everyone should wear a condom
2: i mean yes that's the only way to to really have safe sex and protect yourself against everything not just hiv but if if you're straight you know protect against pregnancy for everyone herp- yeah says herpes. the single mom by the way who got <laughs> pregnant you, you did not <laughs> from use condoms not using a condom when you so. should no but i mean the only thing that protects against all STDs is condoms. However, um, nowadays you'll hear about a lot of gay guys taking what's called PrEP or pre-exposure prophylaxis. And that's essentially a pill, an antiretroviral that keeps you from converting, keeps you from becoming infected. So you can actually have condomless sex now and be pre- Will protect it. I mean, they're saying it's like ninety-nine percent wow. effective, and that's changing the game. But,
1: I had no idea that was even out. I had no yeah, idea. that's Is like that...
2: a, that's like a new thing, like in the last couple of years. Wow. But so like when I
3: can take that, girls can take that.
2: Yes, I actually I don't know if it's recommended for women because HIV meds typically were tested on men and, right. and don't always work as effectively for women. But but sooner or later, yes, there will be something available for for everyone who wants to fuck without condoms and not worry about HIV but as I said it doesn't protect against anything else so you can still get like warts you can get all kinds of shit that you just don't want so I would recommend and is
1: it really that bad to have sex no 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 (laughs) no. it's not great we'll get get into that but is it really that bad to have sex with a condom like I you know for me it doesn't feel much of a difference
2: um you want to answer that Joe
3: I mean I I always use a condom but I like there's some that are worse than others. Like it just depends on the brand. Like, like you the go thinner ultra, brands. If you go ultra thin, like you're, yeah, I mean you're chilling. Obviously it's not no condom, but it's still like it's not like it just doesn't feel like anything. I'll it's, tell you
2: what yeah. happened to me with condoms. When I was young, when I first came out, it was like the height of the AIDS crisis, and it, you you just had to be like suicidal to not use a condom. So I wore a condom every single time that I was the top,
0: <laughs> and I
2: insisted <laughs> on a condom anytime I was the bottom. But as the years go by, uh, especially when you're in a long-term relationship with someone that, and you're both negative, you just stop using them because there's no pregnancy risk. So you stop using them and you get used to that and then you're like, oh fuck, now I have to start using them again. It's very difficult for most people to, once they've sort of, once they've seen Paris, it's very <laughs> hard to uh, go back to the farm. So um, that's what happened and I, I realized how much better I, it felt, how much more intimate it was. And the fact is, for for thirty years now, they've been telling gay men we have to use condoms every single time we have sex, and that's just not a realistic long term safe sex strategy. Yeah. Um, most straight people don't use condoms for thirty years.
1: Yeah. So they're saying if even at all. when you're in a relationship.
2: They were at the time. That used to be the guidelines. Now then it became, if you're in a, um, if you're both negative or you're both positive, and and you're you know, you're in a monogamous, well, b- basically if you're both negative and you're in a monogamous relationship and you totally trust each other a hundred percent and know that the other person is never going to cheat, then okay, but you should probably still use condoms just in case. That was sort of the message that we got. Um, a- and I think it was a good message for a while. And then, like I said, I think uh, as, a, as a community, um, condom fatigue set in just as they were developing all of these really incredibly effective um anti-HIV drugs that were keeping us alive and healthy indefinitely. I mean, I've been on the same meds now for 10 years, and aside from taking one pill every night before I go to bed, my life is the same as anybody else's. I'm never sick. Yeah, you
1: seem high energy. You look great. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm not, like, saying so everyone go out and get HIV. (sighs) I'm not, (laughs) like— It's just funny because growing up as a kid, you hear like, oh, my God, if you get HIV, it's a death sentence immediately.
2: No, and we did, too. And that was that was true at the time. Um, And I don't want to be flip about it because hundreds of thousands of people, uh, millions of people died and and certainly hundreds Mm -hmm. of thousands of gay men died. Um, It was a Holocaust. It was. The community was decimated in the 80s and early 90s. But starting in 95, um, when when the protease inhibitors came out, and then in the early 2000s when they developed what's called HART, which was highly effective antiretroviral therapy, which is what I was on from the get-go, like, these are really good drugs. And there's basically two... indicators that they look at when you're positive. They look at your T-cells and your viral load. Your T-cells, we all have T-cells. That's just like your white blood cell ratio and you want, to, you want them to be high so they can fight off infection. And they should be about a thousand and that's what mine have always been. So you, as long as your T-cells are in the normal range, then you're healthy. And then your viral load is how many copies of the actual virus they can find in your blood. And when you're on the kind of meds that we're all on now, your viral load is undetectable. They literally can't find any of it. Wow. So I get my blood drawn once every six months, as basically as a precaution to make sure that I'm still healthy, that the meds are still doing what they're supposed to do. And every six months, my doctor tells me your viral load is undetectable and your T-cells are, are in the upper 900s or early thousands, whatever. Wow. And as long as that's the case, we just keep going.
1: And how's your sex life with it?
2: Well, again, it's changed. In the beginning, um, people, a lot of people were freaked and didn't want to do anything. You know, they were like, oh, I can't can't even, I can't even kiss you, you know. But there were always people that were like, all right, I'm cool with it, you know, as long as we have safe sex. And then as the years have gone by and these meds have gotten better and better, and, and like I told you about with this prophylactic pill that people are taking, now people are like, oh, you're positive? Let's not use condoms. And I'm talking about negative people are saying this to me, like because they're not scared anymore, and it's it's weird for me because on the one hand I'm glad that like I'm not a fucking pariah and
3: yeah people look at you and go oh my god (laughs) yeah Yeah. I don't
2: want to strike fear in people's hearts and I want people to have sex with me, Um, but I also don't want everyone to just like start fucking their brains out without condoms because that's how we got into this in the first place yeah and what a lot of doctors say is that. Sooner or later, another microbe is going to bubble to the surface. And it could be just as deadly or more deadly as HIV. And the bottom line is, you know, human beings aren't designed to have, like, thousands of sex partners. Like, we're just not. And and does, you don't have to be moralistic. You don't have to be religious. We're sort of meant to settle down with one person, more or less. And we're, our bodies are designed that way. And when you are constantly introducing foreign substances into your body you're putting yourself at risk for various things and so like i said it's kind of a, a mixed blessing i'm so grateful these drugs are keeping me alive that is, i'm 100 about but whether or not i think gay men should just stop using condoms now that we don't have to like I don't I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea.
1: No, I love your perspective on it. Like, OK, right now, HIV, we've gotten a handle on that. Right. You know, maybe not 100 percent. I'm sure there are tons of people who are, you know, battling it and the medicine hasn't worked. Not for them. so much. Really? anymore.
2: Yeah. This is this is the thing. It's like no one's getting sick anymore wow. in, in the United States. Now, there are countries where either people can't afford the meds because they're terribly expensive Or they don't take them the way you're supposed to. You have to take your pill every day. I've never missed a dose in ten years, not once. Doesn't matter how fucked up on drugs or drunk I was, I never (laughs) missed a dose. You miss a dose, you can totally fuck yourself, and you have to switch to a new med.
1: If you have HIV, take your fucking medicine. Exactly. But you know, (laughs) great advice, Kate.
2: But there's like socioeconomic Says, factors. Says once again the person
1: who couldn't get her birth control life together.
2: <laughs> but you know there's people there's people who are economically uh, depressed, there's people who have drug habits, there's yeah. all kinds of shit that that people deal with that keeps them from being as smart and as conscientious as they su- as they should be. Yeah. Easy, I'm just yeah, like, easy
1: for me to say in the position I'm in in the US. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know someone else's life in another place. It could be totally... You don't know my
2: life. You don't know my life. Bitch. <laughs> but yeah, people... The amazing thing about it, because I think, in, you know, like, you guys, I think, like, straight people must think of anyone with HIV as, like, dying. Like, I just think that must just be an assumption I on think your that
1: part. I, I think that's definitely changed. an assumption. You, you still assume that? I, I like think after assume, Magic I don't assume Johnson, that, because I'm not
3: stupid, but I, like... Yeah. I, I can see why a majority of people would go he got HIV, like, he's just slowly dying. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because they don't know. Like, this pill,
2: I had no fucking idea about this pill. Like, you
3: know what I mean? And I also didn't know that it was one pill that you had to take, like, every day. I knew you had to take something every single day. I thought it was, like, an assortment.
2: It used to be way more. It used to be people had to wake up, like, every three hours. They had to set a fucking alarm so they could take, like, another pill and another. It was awful. How long ago was that? Not that long ago. Like, the mid to late 90s. Wow. And then, like two, like I said, 95 and like 2001, 2002 were both like huge breakthrough years. 95 is when people stopped dying. And in the early 2000s is when it just became like, oh, I'm just taking my daily vitamin. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah, I feel guilty in some ways because I, I, of the suffering and the death that went before me. But I'm like, you know, my life is pretty normal. Yeah. And my, when I first got this, the first thing I said to my doctor is like, how much time do I have? You know, I was like, oh, dramatic. He's like, you're going to have as much time as anyone else. He's like, you might die early, but it won't be from this if you take your meds. And I was like, all right.
1: Yeah, that's that's what's so interesting is, um, you know what? Because when you just asked that about like what straight people think, I think what changed my belief system is actually you about a year ago. So <laughs> I think before that. I look so healthy. No, I think before that I did think like, oh, if you get it, you might be okay. Like the drugs might work on you. But they might not. I, I really didn't know. And then now, you, you know, having talked to you and interviewed you, I, my, now I get that HIV is not a death sentence, which is interesting, though, because um, I've said this on the podcast before. Uh, my boyfriend's best friend played a prank on him one time where he texted him from an anonymous number saying, hey, I got bad test results. Call me immediately pretending to be a girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, no.
2: That's like the worst. That is twisted as fuck. I would never speak to that person again.
1: Him and him. It's his best friend. Do you know Mike Cannon? Yes. Yeah. Mike
2: Mike did that? That fuck. He's probably (laughs) jerking off with a flesh bot at the time or whatever that thing's called. So
1: Mike did it. And, uh, you know, they actually Tim forgave him right away. But, um, yeah, Tim, my boyfriend, was freaking out thinking he might have HIV. And I was way calmer. And when I think about it, I think what actually made me so calm was knowing that I'd still have a healthy life. You know what I mean? Oh. Whereas like I think Tim still had in his head that HIV would mean his life is over.
2: I mean, you don't want it. No, I Just know. Like I'm don't not want, saying you want it. You know, I don't want fucking shingles. I don't want anything. But I don't a you, fever. <laughs> I don't want a fever. But people
1: don't want herpes. They don't want a lot exactly. of things. But you live with it.
2: But actually, most doctors who have experience with with uh, HIV AIDS nowadays compare it to having diabetes. Wow, so really? some people die of diabetes. It can kill you, and you do have to deal with it. And you have to maintain it. Right. But if you're healthy and you eat right and you take your pills, you can live to be, you know, a ripe old age with yeah. diabetes. it's 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 a chronic, manageable disease as opposed to a death sentence. Um and I have to say to your straight guy listeners, uh, the chances of you getting HIV from a woman it's almost impossible. And I don't say that because I want the pe- you to...
1: Because the penis hole, because right? The pe- is that why? It's small, and so it's hard to get all those fluids because in there? Because
2: you, you need a secretion to enter your body. And there are places in the world, like in Africa, where straight guys get HIV quite a bit from, from female prostitutes. But okay. the reason they get it there is because they don't treat any STDs there. So if you get VD in Africa... I'm not saying like all of Africa, obviously, but in certain parts of Africa... You don't get that shit treated. So you just have this big, open, pussy sore on your dick. And then you fuck you fuck a prostitute who has HIV. Now you have HIV. But in this country, again medicine is such and and sort of our standard of living is such that if you got a if you got a sore on your dick you'd go to the doctor and you deal with it. <laughs> yeah. You probably wouldn't fuck anyone I without a condom in the meantime
3: or leave the house for that matter. Right. If there was an open <laughs> sore you wouldn't be
2: like let's call a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a sore. She will not mind this. So that's why straight guys by and large in in the developed world have not gotten this. And 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 really and women, women can get it, though
1: because we have these open holes were different.
2: That's right, and you're receiving an injection yeah. of semen, uh, which is... And it's a tight, warm, airtight space. Where
1: bacteria can grow and a virus That's can That's right.
2: Grow. A vagina and a butthole are, are very good places for infection. A mouth, not so much. Your saliva kills almost all viruses and bacteria the moment they touch your... Interesting. And so when people say, like, oh, well, you can get it from sucking cock, not really. It's pretty rare. I mean, rare. it's po- theoretically possible, but again... You'd have to have just come from like the oral surgeon and and so if
1: you get a root canal, don't give a beat. Don't that give night.
2: head the day you get the fucking <laughs> teeth drilled. The other thing is, um I talked about viral load. like if your viral load is undetectable, you you're kind of not infectious anyway,
1: really. So are you not infectious?
2: Again, it's theoretical. I wouldn't okay. like tell everyone who's got a, an undetectable viral load to go fuck without condoms. But I have. I've been with people who are negative who are like, let's not use condoms and i'm like you're sure about this and they're like yeah and they're fine and some of them i've slept with like many many times so that's
1: some russian roulette they're playing a little bit a little bit It.
2: i know how it seems and i know you think like that's crazy but you have to understand how many of us have it yeah it's like it's as many as 50 percent in new york so
1: wow are you serious
2: yeah so
1: it's so funny like how I feel like I'm living in a different world. Do you it know, is. know what I mean? It's so interesting.
2: It's I, d- I, de- I definitely
3: didn't think the number was that high. I, I mean, don't quote that... me on 50%. I'm not maybe, gonna qu- it's, qu- maybe it's but
2: like, 30%, but it's a lot. It's a it's lot more of gay than guys. I would
1: think. I think a lot of people actually. How have... many people do you know that have AIDS?
3: Uh, HIV, I'm sorry. AIDS? <laughs> no,
2: no, it's a natural mistake. Nobody has AIDS, thankfully.
3: Right. No, but that I would say, like,
2: HIV. I probably, like, in my circle of friends, probably, like, there's like 10 of us. Out of like, you know, I would say I have like 20 or 30 really good friends and like 10 of us are, wow. are positive. And um, I think
1: I think it's great, too, how open the community has become from from what I can tell from you, because I feel like in the straight community, you know, we have things like herpes and genital warts, but people are still so ashamed to talk about it.
2: I feel like I'd be more ashamed for some reason if really? I really warts. Yeah. Warts are like just awful. But warts you can deal with, at least. I mean, you can get them. You can get rid of them. You can't get rid of the virus, but you can like like a lot of gay guys You can freeze off the warts. Right. Gay guys get sometimes they get warts in their butthole, which is so awful and they have to get it burned off or frozen off. I've never, ever had that. Thank God. Weirdly, I've never had any STD (laughs) ever (laughs) except for the big one, which kind of sucks. But um, but even in the gay community, there's still a lot of fear and there's a lot of bullshit and paranoia about this. I, I do meet, I met a gay medical student the other day who really should know better. And we we were talking on the street, we were walking our dogs, he was totally cute. And he was young, which is part of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be 44. So I've been around the block a little bit. He's like 24. But we started talking and, and then we started texting like pictures to each other, like hey, here's my dick, here's my ass, you know, the typical gay <laughs> Here, guy stuff. Here's
3: my dick. Typical gay <laughs> guy stuff.
2: And then I was like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm paused. Because I tell everyone. That's like my policy and has been for yeah, a while absolutely. now. Yeah, absolutely. Before you do anything with me. Because I've been in the situation where I've gone home with the guy. We started making out. The clothes came off. And then before we fucked, I was like, oh, by the way. And they flipped out. And it's really uncomfortable. So yeah, I, no.
1: You don't want to naked flip out. Yeah.
2: Now I'm like, just no up with front. With a
1: boner. That's awkward.
2: And the dude was like, oh, I, I can't do anything with you. And I was like, Really? He's like, "Yeah. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm just t- it's too much of a risk." I said, "You know, I'm troubled, not that you won't sleep with me, but by the fact that you're a medical student cuz you really need to learn more about this disease and the ways you can and can't get it. And the fact is, we could do just about anything together and you'd be safe, but especially if like we used condoms." Yeah. Um, then he was just like, "No." Nope. And I'm like, "Okay. Have a nice career as a homophobic" Gay doctor, Pos- <laughs> it's inter- but you
1: know what? Like I get what he's like. I tell people I have um HPV, the cervical cancer causing kind, which freaks out a lot of people who don't. Is that true? What do or you mean? is it
2: just a joke that you tell?
1: <laughs> no, 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 it's true. I just tell people this
2: uh, <laughs> just to deter them.
1: No, <laughs> just to <laughs> see the reaction. It's true. You know, like I've had to get uh, a leap procedure which is where they have to scrape the first layer of your cervix and like i've had two procedures so like i definitely have you know have it and it's you know caused some stuff um but 80 percent of people get including men get the human papilloma virus yeah we all have it everyone has it but it only most people fight it off naturally my body didn't fight it off i think now it's latent now i fought it off but after it caused some damage to my cervix but um. Oh, dear. But no, but a lot of women get – it's like that's why we get pap smears is to test to see so, if you're – So
2: you tell every guy this?
1: I do. And it's funny because the guys who know it, they're like, yeah, everyone has it. And it doesn't really affect men that much, to be honest. But I still say it just to be honest.
3: I remember we talked about it one time on a podcast. So yeah. I, I kind of like looked it up just to, just for whatever. And they say that – you can't even like test for it really for and, men. Yeah, for men. You they're you just can. like, dude, I don't probably, I don't know. But like, that's your why doctors just like nowadays, well, probably.
2: Nowadays they have a really good vaccine and that's why they're telling all uh parents to vaccinate their kids before they become sexually active, boys and girls. And then that's it. They're set for life. Right. So I
1: actually got that after I was because when I had gotten the HPV, the cervical cancer kind. The vaccination also includes the genital warts. So I was like, just give me the the vaccination, so I don't get the genital warts. And you kind. never had that? No, no. Oof. But HPV, yeah. So there are different strands of HPV, and one. Well, there are more than two, but like there are kinds that cause the genital warts, and kinds that cause is Isn't I the
2: human body add. disgusting?
1: It's, it's so just weird. like a walking sex Petri is just, dish. Sex is gross. It's I mean, so the gross. fact
2: that we ever do it. Joe, have you ever had anything? No. No, crabs?
3: No, I've never had
1: crabs What? He's 22, so he's got a lot
3: You're more like years to catch You're like incredibly good
2: looking I would think you've had a lot of pussy
3: <laughs> I've been very safe and but you
2: can get crabs just from being in a chick's bed. You don't even have to fuck I've her. I've never
3: even known someone who's had crabs.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, I
3: feel like crabs is so. Well,
2: I'll tell you why crabs has gone down the the incidents because people are trimming their bush nowadays. Yeah. I guess so. Back, Back in, the in the day, it was just,
3: like out there.
2: Everyone had the Fucking big seventies bush, but I just was <laughs> reading this that so many guys, especially like because women have been shaving for years, but now guys shave their balls too, and they're like taint and whatever.
3: Do you shave your balls, Joe? Not the actual balls. Like I don't even know how I would even go about that. So what part you, do you trim shave? down them? Yeah, no, yeah, buzz down.
2: Let me see. Pick <laughs> <laughs> it out. Thump. Uh, um, no. Oh, but what a
1: compliment! He just assumed you had a big. He did a thump uh, for yeah. you putting it down.
2: Well, that's my just my fantasy, but um, but no, it crabs. It's so
1: funny though. Every guest that we have, every guy guest, gay or straight, always talks about how. <laughs> How handsome Joe
3: Joe, is Joe's
2: like got a face Like an angel
3: (laughs) Stop it I'm blushing He's
2: beautiful And he's like wearing Like a schlubby sweatshirt Like hoodie He's all like baggy And I can still tell Like that there's a hot body Under there I just know it
1: You know what's so funny A lot of Because Joe doesn't do stand up He has a really successful YouTube channel Mm. Um, And I've had some Some comedians uh, Hate on him a little bit Stand ups Because he's really successful And uh, I hate you too for that (laughs) And what I what I say a lot is I'm like, he's 22 years old. He is one of the most grounded, um, ambitious person. How would I say it? How would I? Is it person or people? People. There you go. People I've ever met. And part of the thing and reason I brought it up with the he should, he should get a lot of pussy. He could get a lot more. He has a girlfriend now. But even before that, he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's he's, he's, just, he's not a pig no he's like i mean like i said not, multiple times like i've said like y- y- you go through phases. i'm not painting you like a saint no but right. what i'm saying is your numbers could have been fucking stacked
3: my friends say that all the time like yo if i was you <laughs> i would have everything
1: but why <laughs> it's like you're saying it's like you, you know you would have been introducing a lot of germs into your body i know that's a silly way of saying well, it but
2: also and you... you would
1: have given a lot of your energy because i'm really spiritual and into that stuff totally. it drains you
2: but also you would have it would have been harder for you to create emotional, intimate bonds with women when you did find someone you cared about. You know, when, when we fuck constantly, and this is, took me a long time to learn. When we fuck everyone, we we don't end up loving anyone mm. or ourselves. And I, I mean, I don't mean to sound so heavy and preachy, but that's taken me like decades. No, to I agree.
1: This. But a lot of people don't like hearing that.
2: You just, you know, as a man and particularly as a gay man. There's this instinct to just have as much sex as possible and sex is so fun and sex is hot and and as gay men, you know, we spent decades. Because Is
1: it also because, though, you guys have a lot of testosterone, you know, like where it's like, you know, women when you're a straight man, I feel like, no, but I have a high sex drive. Well, too. clearly
2: there are very few lesbians who are like running around fucking everything in sight, like lesbian relationships tend to be a lot. Uh, more monogamous and longer lasting yeah. than gay male relationships gay men it's very difficult for us to keep it together because we just want to fuck everything <laughs> but part of that is culturally you know for decades we were told that we could never have sex that we were disgusting that we that the sex we had was unnatural that it was you know it was illegal it was mm-hmm. literally you could be arrested
1: that's and do you know when it became not illegal
2: so it's been a gradual process, but as recently as I
1: mean, it's still illegal in many many states to get married, which is bullshit. But, Don't even get me started. But as on recently
2: that. as 2003, sodomy was illegal in wow. half of all states, and sodomy was defined as any sex that a man had with another man. When that was overturned by the Supreme Court by a slim majority, that set into motion the gay marriage fight because the gay, the, the marriage fight was always about like, well, we can't let them get married because that's illegal. You know, what they're doing to each other is illegal. And once that got overturned, there was really no argument against it. But I'm talking about like in the 60s and 70s um, and certainly before then, gay bars would routinely be raided by the cops. Cops would just break in, beat people, arrest people, publish their names in the newspaper the next day. To shame them. To shame them. They would be completely you know, shunned by their families, their communities. What a
1: fear-based society.
2: Terrifying.
1: And I mean, we still, it's still very fear-based. It's a little...
0: But I still.
2: Ugh. So after the gay revolution, <laughs> after the Stonewall riots of '69, when the gays like stood up for themselves and fought back against the police, you had like drag queens, you know, lighting police cars on <laughs> fire. That's a great. If no one knows about that, they should Google the Stonewall riots. I
1: would love to see a picture of a drag queen.
2: Oh, it's fantastic. There's Saying there's great documentaries about fire. it.
1: Just trying to picture that.
2: But after that, it was like, okay, now we have our rights a little bit, and we are going to fuck, like. Because you Constantly. had been so suppressed that
1: it's like, I always say it's like a slingshot where it's like you were yes. suppressed and you were pulled in one direction and then whoop. And that's you how you got other.
2: bathhouses and sex clubs and parks. And, you know, it's just people went crazy. And uh, so
1: it's true that a lot of times, like in the steam rooms, people were all. Oh, my
2: God. The steam room for me. I could not for years. I couldn't imagine working out without having sex after my workout. That was like <laughs> part of the workout.
1: <laughs> wow. Like,
2: why go to the gym if you're not going to get a blowjob?
1: Craziness,
2: and I don't do that anymore. I actually go to a gym without a steam room, but that's kind of the norm. And I always still I always think about straight guys who don't know this, like like when you're I have in no the idea. gym, I have none of this. Would you ever go into a steam room? Not really. Like, of course not. Because why do you want to be sitting there with other naked guys?
3: I, like, and just just sweating. Like, I just don't get it. Like, it's... I don't even yeah. First even of all, if there was no like one saunas. in there, if it was yeah. by myself, I, like, why would I go there to sweat? yeah like, it's, it's just humid and sweating.
2: sticky. But I'm telling you, Joe, if you ever went into a steam room at a you know at a public gym and it was an all-male steam room, obviously, this doesn't happen in co-ed steam rooms. and you just <laughs> grab just grabbed your crotch a little bit like even if you were wearing a towel but you just kind of gave it a grab, every single guy there would start having sex. like that's like the signal. That says like you're cool with it, and anyone can do what they want. And as long as you don't do that, nothing is gonna happen. You're like the cop. What
3: if the what if, if someone holy w- shit? That's crazy, man.
2: It's crazy, and straight people have no idea this goes on in every gym.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's like a whole other world that I didn't even know existed. The and gay, we don't the gay underground world. We don't like fuck
2: them. in the steam room. Like that would be pretty extreme. But like there's like jerking off and cocksucking and stuff.
1: That's pretty. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: that's, that's a pretty. lot. <laughs> I didn't mean to it say is that's pretty. pretty. <laughs>
2: Believe me, it's very pretty. I'm gonna take That's my so pastels, sweet. do
1: a little painting.
2: <laughs> so, and especially like in New York, in the gay neighborhoods, like in Chelsea and Hell's Kitchen, those gyms. I mean, you, you, every once in a while, you get a complaint lodged by the maintenance people because they're like, "We're tired of cleaning up cum." Yeah, you know, that they're, sucks. They're That's like so like grossed out.
3: I would have never guessed that in a hundred years. Yeah. Just walk into the steam room. Imagine that. Like, I just walked in there. I had no idea. I'm just <laughs> sitting down. Like, how you doing? And I just had, like, an itch. I was like, okay. And all of a sudden, everyone
1: just starts fucking blowing each
3: other. That's what like, I'm
2: saying. What is going
1: on right now? I love that. That We should do an episode of something where, yeah, you just have an itch and everyone's like, it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, no, you're cool, you're cool. You are cool.
3: Like, they just start jerking everyone off. I'd be that like, happened oh my once God. to
2: me. I was in my steam room at my gym and there was, like, ten of us. And we were all, like, everyone was just, like, dear. You know, just, like like, anxiously looking at everyone else, waiting for someone to start it. And it was so clear to me that every single person there was gay and was into it. So I, I just started it. I just like the guy behind me had a hard on, and I because we were on different levels.
1: Was he good looking or like?
2: Yeah, he was fine. Okay. I mean, you know, when you're in the steam room, it's not like <laughs> he was sorry. Right. Yeah, it's, the people you hook up with in the steam room aren't the people you would necessarily want to marry. Steam room marry.
1: goggles, huh, guys? Exactly. Steam room goggles. Well, it's
2: literally steamy, so it's hard to see. <laughs> but um, but the guy behind me was hard. It was kind of like rubbing his dick against my back. So I, I just kind of turned around and I was like, oh. Like I just kind of went down on Whoa. him. Whoa. And I all of a sudden I hear this guy from around the corner go, Whoa. <laughs> and then he just stood up and left. Like he was the one straight guy that I had overlooked somehow. And everyone just kind of looked at each other like, what do we do now? And then we were like, Well, he's gone, so all right. And everyone was just like,
1: I guess he never went into a steam room
2: again. I think he learned his lesson.
3: Jesus Christ.
1: I would like if
2: I and walked that guy's in on that, he's was completely Joe.
3: overwhelmed. I'd be completely. You'd be so flustered. I would walk in and I would just see all that and be like, "Oh my
1: god." I'd be flustered if I went to a steam room and like some girl just grabbed your badge. Well, yeah, well, that's a whole other thing. Someone just grabbed me. I I just think it's crazy. Even if it was like a, a guys and
3: girls, like, and I just like whatever, and all of a sudden everyone just starts fucking. I'd be like, "What is going on in here? what the fuck
1: is going on here?" Okay, if I walked in and it was all girls and they were all you know, going down Scissoring. on each other. I would, <laughs> I'd want to stay and watch out of pure curiosity. Like, I definitely would want, but I wouldn't because I'd be like, I don't want to be a part of it you would, take, you would take out your
3: notepad and have like, I have a lot of questions. Uh. I would,
1: yeah. I'd be like, this is fascinating. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't want to be a part of it, so that's why I would get out of there. Whereas like, I don't know, because we, I've been to sex parties, a couple of them. With, you have? Like, yeah, with straight people uh, fucking, and it was fascinating. Like, I definitely loved, um, just watching P- You know what I mean? Like, it was like, whoa. Did you
2: do any participating?
1: I um, had sex with my husband at the time publicly, but didn't participate. Like, I didn't want anyone.
2: Was it thrilling for you to, to have people watching you?
1: Yes and no. Like, it was definitely a new experience, but it was so, um, I was so, like, uptight and nervous that I couldn't actually relax and enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it was, yeah. like, a neat thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I'd really want to get into that. I, I don't think I'd want to get into that scene regularly because it it it's like drinking tons of Red Bull every day. Like you get used to a certain type of that's so true. that then all of a sudden, like the normal sex, which right now I just love and think it's great, would suddenly become a little more boring. And I just don't that, feel like I need that.
2: That's exactly why sex addiction is so rampant in the gay community, because. What's considered exciting for us? The threshold for that gets higher and higher and higher. So it's not enough to just like meet a hot guy and go home with him and have sex in a bed. Like now, you want to be in a group, or you want to like you know be at a glory hole, or you want like there's so many. So wait, glory holes exist? They do. They're they're kind of. for people who don't know, a glory hole
1: is like a hole <laughs> Do you know, on Joe? one side of the wall that yeah. someone can put their dick through, and then someone else they don't even know who it is starts Just sucking blown. it or doing whatever.
2: <laughs> I mean, in the old <laughs> days, glory holes were the only way that gay men could have sex. So you'd be like, like if you went to a military base, mm. there'd be like a bathroom or there'd be like some kind of common area with a hole in the wall, and there'd be like some gay guy on the other side sucking off all the marines. Like, th- I think nowadays it's more like glory holes are like a theme park like when like they'll have it's them, like you just want to try something Like they'll different. yeah they'll have them set up like inside a gay sex club you and club. Sammy
1: should do like get some cardboard car- I'm joking he's looking at <laughs> Joe's giving me a look like I'm joking No, but I'm saying like was the like what would be the just it's the not there is no point it's just funny to picture for some reason yeah. you're getting a cardboard box
3: I'm like babe I made a it. hole in yeah. the bathroom wall yeah exactly get in the bathroom I'll be in
2: here <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I can't think of anything a woman would want less than just, like, a dick coming through a hole. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the dick is probably the least favorite part of the man for a woman.
1: It's just not romantic. I, I'm all about the dick. Like, for me, I'm, like, very into all that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? So
2: <laughs> You're a big fan of the dick. Big fan of the dick. <laughs> As am I.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you're not a fan of the dick or you're not a, – if a guy says he's straight and not a fan of pussy, it's like, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like what?
2: I agree. Yeah. Although some people – I mean – even in gay relationships. So there are guys who just don't like to suck dick. They just like get to get. Rid of they just them. like to get blown. Mm-hmm. Well, but 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 then they wind up with guys who just like to blow. Like everyone's got their thing. Who
1: just would want to blow someone? You'd
2: be amazed. Really? That is such a fetish for so. If many I met gay a guy guys. who was
1: like, "Don't blow me," but I'll I'd go just down want on to you all eat the time. Your pussy. I'd be kind of into it, but I'd also be like, "What the fuck's going on?"
2: I know guys like that. In fact, I know <laughs> I knew a, I was at a comedy club one night talking to a straight guy, and I wish I could remember who it was. And he was saying he's really not into getting head. He likes to fuck his girlfriend. He loves to go down on her, but like getting head doesn't do much for him. And I was shocked because I thought like every straight guy loves to get head. Maybe she's just not good at it. That's what I I said. I had a
1: boyfriend once who wasn't that into getting head. It bugged me the fuck out. It just bugged me out. I didn't. I don't really know. It upset me.
3: I don't know dudes who don't like getting head, but I know dudes who are like, I there's no way I could come from getting
1: head. What? Really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's fucking my
3: favorite
2: way to come. It's so intense.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it's like to get a blowjob, but oh, it's, it's, plus, it's great. It's very hard for me to have an orgasm from being eaten out. It's um, I don't know why. It's just way harder. For, and it's funny because I know some girls where it's way easier for them that way and harder um, to have an orgasm from having sex. But for me, it's way easier for me to have an orgasm from having sex. So I prefer it as like that's like the foreplay leading up
2: interesting do you know what i mean but when i was with women because i dated women when i was like in high school and early college man the vagina is so complicated i didn't know what the fuck was was going on down there i didn't know where the clitoris was i didn't know what it was or what i was supposed to do with it a dick is much easier really a dick is just like it sticks right out at you i mean you can't everything's right you can't there miss it. you can't miss it <laughs> it's just in your face and also, as a guy, I know what feels good to a dick. I have no concept of what it is. But to also, have of, I think you assignment.
1: never had the motivation to really want to understand. No, I did. It. Oh, you I did.
2: Please, I wanted so badly to be straight, and I and Aww. I wanted to please these women I was with. I was not it so sad selfish. in our
1: society that like, you know, people who were gay feel the need to fit in, so they try to stuff it. I hate that. I
3: feel like, but sometimes it's not even about the society thing. It's like you just don't know. Like when you're when I was younger, I didn't know what gay was. I didn't know what straight was. You know yeah, what but I just you like would,
2: lived. You would know if you wanted to be with a guy, even when you were like thirteen. You would you'd be aware that you were looking at guys as opposed to girls. I guess so.
1: I molested uh, when I was.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to hear the end of this. <laughs> wait,
1: <sentence>. what? <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, let me. I didn't molest because I don't want to have my words twisted. I mean, but you what said happened? It. <laughs> Well, I'll explain what happened. I definitely coerced. That's a better a better word. I coerced one of my girlfriends. We played, uh, you know, house where we played house, and I was like, "I'm going to be the husband, of course. Who else would be the husband?" She was the wife, and like she came home or I came home from work, and we just started kissing, not like making out, like kissing on the lips. But then I lifted up her shirt and was kissing her boobs. I totally and you were in Fifth grade, fifth grade. <laughs> what a
2: little perv you yeah, were. Yeah, total perv. Did you have any experiences with women after that?
1: No, I really just kind of, I guess, suppressed that part of me. Uh, and then, but I also really love dick. So it wasn't like I was missing out on fun, but I definitely like that bisexual part. I just didn't really, well, but then like, but when I met my ex-husband, but see, this wasn't fun either. Cause he like pushed it. He all, he wanted a threesome. I never had one. Didn't want to do that because of jealous stuff. I just didn't want to, but I was like, okay, I'll make out with chicks as a way to like heighten it, so that's why we went to the sex party. So like I made out with some girls, but it wasn't really exciting, exciting because it wasn't about like me being in the moment. It was like, oh, look, are you now
2: right? It was all for am I his satisfying benefit. you now. Yeah. So like does lesbian action do anything for you, Joe? Uh,
3: it does. <laughs> but like it does and doesn't like I know guys are like, oh, dude, lesbians. Oh, yeah. Like awesome. But it's like, I don't know. It's like I can't put myself into that situation. You know that's I mean? how I feel. Lesbians are not into that. You know what I mean? They're not. Like, yeah, like, that's dude, get thing. your dick out of here. Like I was. <laughs> if I was, they don't ever, want you there. Yeah, it's like what am I? Exactly. How, so that, like that doesn't like I get it. How it's hot because it's two of what I like together. You know. Unless an organic. Up- I guess each other, like
1: in a threesome situation with two girls and a guy. Let's say if it happened organically, where like everyone was actually into it, then I could see that being a turn on. No, I, those, that would be yeah. like
3: if it was happening in a threesome, awesome. But if it's just just two girls, like what? That's not gonna like know
2: if, know if you're me? watching then porn. It's like they're
3: they're bisexual. If they're if it's a threesome, like me and two girls, like I'm down. But if it's like just Lesbians two girls, girls want- and people are like, do you think that's hot? I'm like. Yeah, that's cool, but it's like, it's not... If they want nothing to do with your dick, right. like, what, what does it do exactly. to you? Like, like, if
2: you're watching porn, Joe, yeah. and a lesbian scene comes on, do you watch it, or do you fast-forward and get to the fucking with the guys?
3: Uh, I'll stick around for a little.
2: Okay.
3: I'm definitely a skipper, though. You know what? I think everyone's a skipper. Porn's Let's just annoying, honest.
1: though, because most porn is so inauthentic, and we've talked about this before, but... It, I you can feel when people are actually <clears throat> enjoying it, yeah, and when it's all staged, and it's very rare that you find a porn where the people are enjoying it. For well, real. In,
2: in gay porn, you know, there's a top and a bottom and i always hate i've well, i 1st of all i don't watch porn anymore i stopped watching porn Me until, too. on five. july 4th yeah baby on
3: july
1: 4th <laughs>
2: uh, that was my independence from porn now day i've been
3: sober for 6 months have. god bless yeah. america no well, it was an
2: experiment i wanted to try after after seeing this ted talk on youtube called the great porn experiment which is about how all these guys uh, and it was about straight guys but it was about how all these guys are just like realizing that porn has ruined their sex lives and they're just going to stop watching porn and then they like go on these internet sites and talk about how their lives have changed. And some of them went from being like C students to a students and they like Mm -hmm. got a better job and they got a better relationship. And I was like, I'll try this. Nothing really great has happened yet, but I just realized (laughs) (laughs) that I don't need it. And that actually I don't, I'm not even that horny all the time but I watch porn to make myself horny so that I'll jerk off so that I'll come. And I'm like, that's stupid. If yeah. I'm not horny to begin with. It's like with, passing just... the
3: time. Right. Which is.
2: But in gay porn. I literally
3: find myself doing that sometimes. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like when I was in high school and I was like sick with the flu or some shit, I'd be like, I'm just going to lay here
1: for hours.
2: <laughs> jerk off. I'm going to lay here and It's fun cum. to jerk off when you're sick.
1: But- yeah, of course. That's going to happen sometimes. But. I do like what you were saying, and I feel like we've hit on this point, which is like, and porn goes right in it, is that it's harder to have intimate relationships and to actually experience deep love when you're either looking at porn all the time or having you know, multiple sex partners. To go from having tons of sex partners and having really heightened sexual experiences to then having to go to being monogamous and having an intimate relationship so difficult. would be so difficult. But I feel like when you have that intimate relationship... You get so much out of that, you know, and listen, if people if you're not into monogamy and you want to go fuck, do your thing. But, you know, I I have a friend that I was talking to where he was used to just going out and, you know, having sex with tons of people. And then once he got into a relationship, it was like his brain's his brain is literally changing and it's hard because he was used to the constant um, excitement of a new body, a new person.
2: Did you guys see the movie Don John? Yes, I thought that was really great. I love really that well movie. Done. I um, it. You, you got it. You'll love Leavitt. it. Check it out. He's a he's like a really super hot straight guy who's addicted to porn, basically, mm-hmm. and he meets Scarlett Johansson and starts um, a relationship with her. And I won't tell you anymore because I don't want to ruin it. But it's a fucking good movie.
1: Yeah, okay. seriously, you'd like it.
2: And there's a lot of like hot sex in it. From my perspective, actually, it's probably more him than Scarlett Johansson. I don't know if I, you no, even see so, Scarlett I mean, Johansson still... <laughs> naked.
1: I was still I was into the whole movie.
2: It just was a it's a funny movie too. It's like well it's like a comedy. His Tony Danza's his father. It's well done.
1: Tony Danza. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Making a comeback.
2: Joseph Gordon Levitt looked so ridiculously hot in that movie.
1: See, I didn't find him good looking in that oh. movie. Because he's so like he's got that. He's that like, Guido meathead. Yeah, exactly. He's like Jim, that love gym it. guy. That I, gi- that's I'm not into that uh, overly gymmed out look. I fucking love it. Which is funny because my boyfriend used to be like that bodybuildery Oof. type with the over God. and like he'll show me like look what I used to be. I'm like I that doesn't do anything for me. Like I don't That's need someone who's like me. all pumped up and stuff not into it because when I see that it, it reads as unhealthy to me like in my brain. I like you don't know if someone's spending that much time at the gym. I'm like what are you running from. It doesn't. What can
2: be obsessive like, like anything else.
1: Yeah.
3: which is part of your routine. What the fuck are you talking about.
1: I just don't. Someone who's she's
2: saying like (laughs) she's saying someone who's like you can every muscle pops out like not just someone who's in shape but someone who's I'm not
1: talking about someone who's just in shape, yeah. But some it's, it's, it's 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 more of like
3: a a sport. Almost.
2: It's a gay sport. If you're,
1: yeah, if your sport is spending two hours every day lifting Sculpting weights, your body,
2: that's fucking lifting gay. Lifting
1: weights. You're at a gym.
2: You want to fuck yourself or someone Get who looks over just yourself. like you. Lifting
1: weights, that's fucking gay.
2: It is very gay. <laughs> just looking in you? a
1: mirror. One. Any straight two, guy. Go rock climbing. Go do an activity and look good.
2: Those straight guys ugh. who do that and then they shave their bodies. And it's like, come that's on, dude. Saying. Just be with a dude. I was with
1: a dude once who just shaved his entire body. And I was like, ugh. God, that turns me. Just like, love yourself. It's There's there's a part of self hate in there that I just feel like I can taste. And I don't like it. What I does just it think taste it's like, like very feminine. What does like. it taste like?
3: I just think that, unless you're a swimmer and you need to be faster in the water. Swim- uh, why are you shaving your entire body? Swimmers no. are gay too.
1: Swimmers are gay too. <laughs> also, when a guy. <laughs> swimmers are gay too. Oh, man. What's
2: his face? The one who just got busted. Uh, and he's in rehab now? Michael Phelps. Michael Phel- Phelps had sex with that. Transgender girl. woman or yeah. <clears throat> hermaphrodite, whatever she was. Excuse me, intersex. I should not use the word hermaphrodite. Right. <coughs> She's intersex. But anyway, I think, um, I think most straight guys are more concerned with the way the woman's body looks than with the way their own body looks. And if you're so into your own body,
1: uh-huh.
2: there's something a little homoerotic about that.
1: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. And it's like... <coughs> Something about like feeling like you can't have any body hair or just paying that much attention to the physical. And like getting your nails and, and
3: toenails and your eyebrows. Like I get my uh, eyebrows
2: done. But I have to but because often, I have well, a fucking a unibrow. Too,
1: Listen, but you're a gay man, and like I feel like in the gay community, taking care of yourself is a little more accepted. We
2: groom quite a bit. Yeah, and we I want don't to want to look a man. younger than we are.
1: I personally don't want a man who's grooming himself all the time. I'm not into that. My sister's I'm not it all grooming myself all the time.
3: She hates like she doesn't want like a dude who's like totally oh, I'm like a like a pretty boy almost. You know what I mean? No. Just like so into their own looks.
2: But you know, some gay guys are into bears, uh, who are like super hairy and don't oh, yeah. don't groom at all. So it just depends on your taste. I happen to like guys that are masculine but also take really good care yeah. of themselves and you know, Having a unibrow is not sexy to me, so I have to get mine threaded.
1: I mean, it would be one thing if a guy just plucked in the middle. Do you know what I mean? But it's too much
2: work. I just I let the Indian women do it. They're so good at it. That's what I do. I just plucked the middle. And, the, th- and th- the
1: thing is, it's not just about guys. Like, you know, there are some girls who, like, spend so much time tanning themselves and on their yeah, hair. Yeah, I don't, I don't and, like, like that. It's like
3: the whole yeah, Jersey Shore thing.
2: It's,
1: yeah, it's just, like, like, it's it's one thing you want I'm to not take like care of big, yourself.
3: I'm not, like, a big makeup guy either. Like, I, n- I understand, like, girls wear, that like, you know, whatever makeup they wear. Yeah, like, of whatever, course. But I'm talking about, like, like, at weddings and, like, your sweet 16, like... That kind of makeup, I think, looks terrible on every single person in
1: the world. It's TV makeup. It's like when clown they do, makeup. yeah, when it. they do my TV makeup, it's like okay on the cam- when when the camera's on you because the lights do something to it. But when when I walk around after that, I'm like I'm embarrassed. I know, me
2: too. Like I, look, like I actually red. love when they put that TV makeup on me because I like my skin is flawless and so like wrinkle free. You've and got everything. great skin. Thank you. But it's really good when they put that on. And then I do my segment and then afterwards I come home and I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm orange (laughs) and like a piece of clay. You know, when I look in the mirror, it's like my
1: cheeks are bright red. They put that like blush on it. And yeah, so that's what I mean. Like even girls who spend that much time on their appearance, they come off as douchey to me. So like like Sammy's perfect where like she you can tell she takes time, but not like a lot of time. Yeah. You know, she's not like a schlub. But she's not like, oh my god, I'm going to spend hours making sure I can look good so I can leave the house. It
3: can uh, it can be... There's, I think way more times than not, she's not wearing makeup. That's awesome. Like
1: at all.
2: But you guys are also both very attractive people. If you're ugly, and there's a lot of <laughs> ugly people out there, you gotta do what you can. I mean, you're gonna spend as much time as you can on your hair and your makeup no, and your clothes, because what the but, fuck else do you have going on? But I think
1: confidence is... Stop it. I think confidence is, is horrible. I'm serious. I, I think confidence, though... I'm not saying that, like, if, if you don't find yourself attractive and makeup makes you feel better, fine. Do your thing, but, like, you, you just don't gotta need own it. it. Yeah. You gotta own your stuff. There was a girl who... I was in, When
3: I was in high school, this is a girl that I knew, and... One day she sent me a picture of herself with like little makeup on, cause she usually goes crazy. And I'm like, you look so much better, like when you don't put a lot. Oh, when a she, girls' face Like, is so Kate's, much better. Yeah. Like, like, like Kate, she looks so much better. And I was telling her this, and she just couldn't do it. Like, she just didn't feel confident. It's
1: it because it becomes a mask,
3: I guess. But it's also people are afraid of change. Like yeah. my brother, yeah. my brother, when he t- he wouldn't take his glasses off. Like he had glasses his whole life. When he got contacts, he obviously looks better like without his glasses. And he just wouldn't do it at first because you don't look like yourself anymore. Right? You like I don't like that it's different. Like,
2: like I grew a beard a year ago, and I'd never in my life had one. But now every fucking guy has to have one. Like every (laughs) guy, and especially the gays. Like we have. So at first I was like "Eh, I don't like it, and then now when I shave it, I think I look bizarre. Like yeah. I have to have the beard. I would now. never
1: shave. We're my so funny. We get attached. Again. Humans just get attached to things. All of us.
2: And it just looks like me now. Yeah. Also, because I'm getting older and my face got bigger. Like it just looks better to have something it helps to, like, framing it. me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, frame it. like a we actually frame.
1: we got to wrap things up. Um, I'm it was glad so we nice segued off you. of the
2: AIDS talk, but it was a, <laughs> <laughs> that was a downer. But no, it's lovely talking to you guys. And um,
1: where can they
3: find you? They
2: can find me on AdamSank.com and on Twitter at adamsank.com. S A N K.
3: Cool. Joe? Uh you guys can find me on Twitter at Joe
1: sanagato And I'm on Twitter at the Kate Wolf. You can email us invasion of privacy podcast at gmail.com. And I've been trying to get back to all of you and I love I I really do love that you guys reach out. And uh oh yeah, and Tim and I are still doing the tarot numerology readings. So if you want one, you can email me um, I do. You want one? You should seriously. Well, we can talk about it when I was about to go on. Like, (laughs) seriously. Um, But yeah, you can actually email me um, at Invasion of Privacy or at kwolf2f27 at gmail.com.
2: Bye. Bye.